Welcome back to Tuesdays with Tim, the podcast that touches on all things related to brain injuries among children and those who've been impacted by my son, Luke. Today's guest is Tommy Carrasco. Tommy, good to see you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, how are you doing, Tim? I'm doing fine. Tommy, if you could do me a favor and and take me back to 2023 when you saw signs that weren't quite right about your daughter, Kat. Uh, so, yeah. So in 2023, um, you know, we've noticed signs after maybe brushing my daughter's hair, um, waiting for graduation um, to take place for my oldest um, that is attending co- or that was um, graduating from high school. And um, as my wife and one of my daughter's friends were brushing her hair, um, she passed out. Um Needless to say, of course, uh, mom's reaction was immediately to contact uh, 911. Um, We got her in the ambulance, took her straight to the hospital, um, and then uh, they assessed and later on told us that um, they weren't really sure what what the issues were from. Um, They did mention, or maybe we thought because because we are a a family of girls and I'm a soccer coach for a girl soccer team. um, We had um, found out that there is a, there is a syndrome that um, girls have that when you're brushing their hair, they sometimes will pass out. Well, this, we feel like this wasn't the case. Um, And again, but they, they couldn't reassure us that there was a problem at that time um, cause they didn't get us a CAT scan or MRI. And Tommy, um, that, that took place, uh, when in, in 2023? I want to say in May was, uh, my daughter's graduation. Okay. So then after that happened, there were other signs as well. Right. Correct. Um, so, uh, fast forward to then, um, going to school. Um, we, we then learned that, you know, cats, some of cats headaches. Um, so, you know, the, the, the headaches and the vomiting that cat was, was complaining of, um, which were things that, um, you know, were things that we were, um, trying, you know, trying to be mindful of, um, and, you know, trying to get to the doctor for, um, that we could not, um, understand why, um, there weren't other signs leading up to, you know, there could potentially be a brain mass. Um, but so just, uh, just at school, you know, the common headaches, uh, or frequent headaches, um, and then the vomiting. Um, we, uh, I know, uh, I've talked to my wife and she said that there was, um, probably 26 or 26 visits to the, to the nurse, um, uh, for cat, um, that she had to go and, you know, try to figure out what the problem was with cat. And so again, come to find out there, we, nobody said anything about there, any, any potential brain mass. Um, we later on, you know, fast forward, um, uh, going on to, um, going to school, um, day to day, we, we thought that there may have been 
um, a teacher that could potentially have um, made Kat not want to go to school because at this point she was not wanting to go to school. Um, so, so for Kat not wanting to go to school was kind of unusual. She really liked school. She, you know, had amazing friends. Um, it was a new school. So, um, cause we were at Cooper South. Um, now we were at, Co now we're at Cooper Central, but you know, we just tried to figure out, um, everything and anything, um, leading up to, um, why she was not wanting to be at school. Um, nevertheless, the consistent headaches, the consistent vomiting continued um, through uh, uh, from August on into, um, you know, November. Um, Thanksgiving, um, December, Christmas, um, and then getting back to school um, in January um, after a long soccer break and a long uh, school break. You know, we kind of poked at um, Kat's head about you know, is, is, is soccer overwhelming? You know, you don't have to play. Um, so a lot of things leading up to, um, the day that we finally figured out there, there was a, there was a problem. And that day was. And that day was, um, January 14th, if I'm not mistaken, it was a Friday. Um, so again, prior to, Prior to that Friday and prior to that day, we had we had also been to her pediatric nurse. Um, we had been to um, UMC multiple times. Um, the last time was probably a month and a half ago after doing some blood tests. Um, and uh, the the blood test, you know, now to this day, I kind of talked to my wife about why didn't the blood test show any signs of um um, cancer, you know, did, or, or did they even run, did they even run the test for cancer? Um, so we were, we just kind of been blown away by some of the things now that we're learning, um, more of what the, what it is. Um, but now we're at, we have tons of questions again. Um, so that day on Friday, uh, my wife insisted when she went to the emergency room about one o'clock, um, that, that they give her a CAT scan um, because um, three day, two days prior. So it was probably a Wednesday um, and then a Thursday when I noticed her eye deviate due to the, the pressure that the mass had um, put on her um, in her brain on her eye um, because it was a mass. It was on the um, medial left um, part of the brain. You know, it was the eye deviation that really scared me. Um, and I was uh, at that point, I was like, all right, this is this is not real. I'm dreaming. Um, I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to be in that moment um, after speaking to Kat that evening. Um, I, uh, when I saw when I noticed her eye deviate, um, I, you know, I started talking to her again and noticed her eye deviate again. And it was just, um, it, it was just unreal. Um, I was so scared at that time, knowing that there was something wrong. Um, but again, that was Thursday, Friday. She goes to school. She, she vomits one last time, um, goes to the nurse. Uh, nurse Caldwell notices her eye um, deviate after mom told her from the car because my mom on that day had COVID. Um, so 
when Miss Caldwell uh, noticed her eye deviate, Miss um, Caldwell, um, with Andrea's already uh, good intentions of going, of going to, um, of going to the hospital and demanding a CAT scan, um, it was it was very scary to then find out that there was a brain mass. So, so Tommy, um, a- after all this had happened through last last year and all of the symptoms, the throwing up, the headaches, uh, finally getting the CAT scan, um, I received a phone call. Uh, I believe it was January 18th. Um, actually, it was one month ago, uh, exactly that that I got a, a call from the school nurse, uh, Lacey Caldwell, and asking me to reach out to you, and and we had, had spoken that morning, and. I then came to visit uh, you and your wife and and Kat uh, in the hospital, and and that was the first time that I had been back to um, the same place where Luke was in the PICU. And I remember walking around; uh, all those thoughts came into my head. And when I asked where Kat's room was, and they told me she was in the exact same room that Luke was in, I, I it's hard to describe the feeling that I had. Uh, almost like butterflies in my stomach, but I also felt like Luke was in that room with you guys, that Luke was there with Kat. And when I walk into the room and you have signs that say, uh, fight like Kat, well, that's exactly what we talk about, fight like Luke. And so that was a very special moment for me to to see you and Andrea, just beautiful parents that I know were loving on your daughter, and then to see Kat. And the one thing that I will share when I mentioned to your wife that this was the same room that Luke was in, Kat started to cry and because she knew about Luke. So I guess you had you you and Andre had talked to Kat about Luke. Is that right? Yes. Yes, we we followed we followed the story as it as it unfolded when you shared um, each day, day to day with Luke. And yeah, um, you know, Kat. Cat being um, a little different in so many ways from um, her teammates on the soccer team or her classmates in, at school, um, that her heart um, is so big, and there could be things that may not bother um, the adults or even her older sisters, but it would really touch Cat's uh, heart. Um, and so when it when it came to the story of Luke, um, and then the room being the same room, um, she, she made sense of all, she made sense of all of it. Um, and yeah, it, it really, um, twisted on her heart. So yeah, it it definitely made her cry. Well, and there was a beautiful story in the news, uh, last week about Kat, her love of soccer and, and, and the support that you've received all over Lubbock and, and even around the, the region and, and some parts of the country. Uh, and I certainly can relate to how that is, but, uh, I guess I just have a question now. At this point, you've you've Cat has now been moved from um, the hospital at UMC to Trust Point, uh, an inpatient outpatient rehab facility in Lubbock, which ironically enough is where Luke was as well. And you know, I visited with Cat a few times, and uh, actually visited with her uh, just today. And and I just I know that she's got an incredible heart, but she's got two wonderful parents who are there to support her and give her all the love 
and and the positivity that she needs. Uh, how have you and Andre have been? How have you been as far as your frame of mind um, sharing with with me and and other parents that are listening today? Yeah, so it um, it's definitely been weighing on my heart now here recently after you know since that Friday that um, we learned that there was a large mass in her um, in her brain. Um, and then immediately on that Monday, we went and uh, removed it. So that, um, with that being said, now that um, patiently waiting um, with with hope and um, optimism of good results from pathology, uh, we we then learned just recently that um, the mass is you know malignant, um, and now that uh, the road is going to become a lot more rough not only just for uh, mom, dad, but the family, um, you know, sisters, um, but for cats. And to, you know, to be, uh, because we are parents um, in, in, in this time, you know, because she's only 10, we are her voice. And, and it's hard to say, you know, come in and give her medicine to remove um, the malignancy that could have potentially been left behind due to, um, the mass being as large and um, in a dangerous uh, place in her head. So, it, yeah, the, the next steps are definitely not um, really um, something that we anticipated, anticipated um, because of our hope and faith that it was going to be um, good results and, and due to the progression of her physical therapy has been outstanding um, that we get to go home next, you know, possibly next week at the end of the week or in about a week and a half. So yeah, it's just just, um, not um, each day after now that we've learned that it's um, I've had, you know, more days where just feel like it's dark, um, very little light, um, you know, just, at times I want to just kind of just be alone and, you know, not, not, not have, not want to talk to anybody. So, well, I, I, Tommy, I understand that. And I'm, I'm, uh, I just want you to know that, that, um, that Kat is a, a special little girl and she's in my heart every day. And, and, and the two of you are as well. And, and I know that, that one thing that we have in common and that is that we both have, have faith in God at the same time, we know that our faith has been tested. Um, but I would imagine that uh, you would be in a much darker place without your faith. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, the the Bible verse that came up on my, um, my Bible app, I want to say it was that Saturday after Friday, we, um, we learned that um, she had a mass in, in her brain that um, Isaiah 54, 17. You know, was um, one of the verses I read in the Bible that kind of had popped up, and so leaning on that, um, my faith being uh, very, uh, I'm very proactive about my faith, um, just simply because, uh, you know, I want that I want that to be what my daughter can resort to every time um nevertheless in 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 my soccer coaching um i do always um 
want to mentor the children that uh, God has everything to do is um, to why we are here. And there's nothing that God is going to put us through that he can't, that he knows that we cannot handle. And so whether it's this situation that we're in now or being on the soccer field and you get hurt, just, you know, reaching out to God or even in the wind, reaching out to God and saying, thank you. Thank you for the glory that you've given me. And, and thank you for um, helping me through um, the good and the bad um, so we can overcome um, all um, all things, anything, you know, any weapon that may be formed, um, you know, shall not prosper, you know, like Isaiah 54, 17. Well, I want you to know that everyone listening today will have Kat and your entire family in their thoughts and prayers as you continue now in the next step of of therapies, of radiation and and just being there for Kat and being positive. And um, I left when I left the hospital today, you know, I said to Kat, you know, fight like Luke. And she she gave me a smile. And uh, I know Luke is with her today. And every day, and I gave her an, another bracelet, the same bracelet that Patrick Mahomes now wears. So she's got two bracelets on her on her hand, and I have um, Kat's bracelet on my right wrist next to my um, Fight Like Luke bracelet. So, you know, Tommy, you are one strong man, and I wish you the very best. And um, I promise you that I'll be there and here for your family each and every day. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story, and all the best to you. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I again. Hopefully that, um, uh, you know, our story, just like your story, um, as advocates of our children, that um, um, that parents don't hesitate to listen and, you know, or hug their children, you know, every day um, and, and just never take it for granted. Thanks again, Tommy. Thank you.